You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our God is good, and all the time. So last Sunday, we read about the prophet Ezra, and how he read the the word of God to the assembly from morning till about noon. And when the people heard it, they were so moved to tears. The word of God, as proclaimed by the prophet Ezra, had so conscripted them, and made them aware of their weaknesses, their sins, and their faults, and they became so remorseful. They cried, just like David, who was reduced to tears when Nathan confronted him with his wicked act of adultery with Bathsheba and also mother of Uriah, her husband. Today we see a different kind of reaction, reaction to the truth. Jesus comes to his hometown and confronts his people with the truth. Not only did they look down on him, they almost threw him off the cliff on which their city was built. So while the people listened to Ezra last Sunday and repented, in Jesus' hometown, they were resentful of the truth, became very hostile to the message, and did not only rebuff him, but even attempted to harm him. So two sets of reactions to the same message. To Ezra, the people felt sorry for their sins and repented when they were confronted with the reality of their sinfulness. Jesus now returns to his people and confronts them with the truth, the truth of the gospel and tells them precisely what they need to know but they rejected him. Two sets of reactions to the same message. And for us today, there are a number of lessons again we can learn from the three readings that we have before us this morning. And the first naturally will be that truth is bitter but lies are even more bitter. Jesus knew quite well how the people would react when he told them the truth. He knew precisely from the onset that whatever message he had to tell his people will not sit so well with them. So he knew beforehand. Jesus knew how unpopular he would become 
But he was also quite aware that failure to tell the truth to his people was even a bigger danger. So this danger is what we encounter in our first reading today. Do not be dismayed by them lest I dismay you before them. As Jesus would say in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10 verses 28. The same saying of the prophet, Jesus would amplify it and say it slightly different. And he would say to them, Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Fear him rather who can destroy both body and soul in hell. One message told differently. Again, as Jesus would warn us, yet again in the Gospel of Matthew 10, 32 to 33, everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. So we may want to ask ourselves, what does this really say to us? Denying Jesus simply means distancing ourselves from the truth. That is what it means. But when we admit who Jesus is to us, it means that we now align ourselves to the truth as proclaimed by Jesus himself in the gospel. So he says it very clearly in a way that we will all understand. We must at all times identify with him and stand with him. So we have to realize today that the truth is not only bitter, but that Lies are even more bitter. So which is better? Stand with the truth because our salvation lies on it. Directly connected to the first lesson that we draw from today is the fact that we must at all times say the truth even when it hurts. And so another point we learn from Jesus is his boldness and courage to say the truth rather than simply tell the people what they want to hear. In modern palace, we would rather prefer to refer to it as political correctness. We want to say what people want to hear. We want to play to the gallery. We want to sit on the fence. We are neither here nor there. But Jesus won't have any of that. He would say it the way it is. And that is the challenge that all of us today will have to face as we strive to be a witness to the Lord. Standing by him simply means aligning ourselves at all times 
with the truth as Jesus would have us say it. So sadly, this ugly trend of saying what people want to hear has become for us the new normal. Jesus was never afraid of allowing the people to walk away from him. He stood by the truth. You would remember that when he gave that very difficult preaching or teaching regarding the fact that he who does not eat the body and drink the blood will not have life in him. That was a very difficult teaching for the disciples. He turned to his friends and said to them, Do you also want to walk away from me? Haven't realized that people were beginning to disperse one by one. He turned to his disciples and challenged them. Do you also want to go on account of this teaching? Do you also wish to leave Jesus? So we ask ourselves therefore today, what are those components, what are those truths as enunciated by Jesus and espoused by the church that we find very difficult to accept? Jesus turns to everyone of us today and says to us, do you also want to leave me? The third lesson to draw from today is that familiarity oftentimes destroys faith. How do I mean? As Jesus was speaking, Luke tells us that his own people wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth and said, Is this not the son of the carpenter? So they would rather want to see Jesus as just being that ordinary, normal chap whose father we all know. Is he not the son of Joseph the carpenter? And so as they listen to Jesus, rather than see God in human form, these people saw a son of a carpenter who is claiming to be God. Familiarity with God ordinarily is a good thing because it makes us see God as family. When we cultivate that friendship with him we become very familiar that is good in itself God becomes a part of our family he becomes one with whom we can easily relate so we develop some sort of friendship and familiarity with him that is good in itself but there is also the flip side of the coin When our familiarity causes us to look down on God or treat Jesus like an ordinary human being, doubt sets in. And here we must learn never to take God or the things of God for granted. How do I mean? That although we become very familiar with him, we receive him at all times, each time we come from us. We must always have that reverential love and fear for the Lord. Not that we see him like that stern man who would punish us at the end of our time, no. But that reverence for God 
and for the things of God. We have to keep our eyes fixed on this fact. Although he is our father, he loves us so dearly, we must at all times cultivate that deep reverence for who he is and what he stands for in our spiritual lives. So when we condemn our friends, we condemn people, we invariably not recognize Jesus in who they are. So we must always realize that we need to see Jesus in the faces of our brothers. And that is what it means to also have an appreciable level of love and respect for one another. This leads us to the final message for today. St. Paul talks about love in a second reading and the message to take back home is that love never ends. It is this love that propels us to be able to recognize Jesus in the faces of our brothers and sisters. And this love does not end. And so in today's second reading, St. Paul teaches us the importance of love above all other Christian virtues. And he is very clear about it. Faith, hope, and love the three theological virtues, but the greatest of them all is love. It is important to have faith, to have hope, but what are these when there is no love? So love is a summary of our faith and hope in God. Our actions must be able to show that we are a people of hope and faith. It is love that shows all of this in our lives. So of the trinity of the virtues, love stands tall. And so without love, our holiness, our sacrifice, our fasting, our regular church attendance, our daily reception of Jesus in the Holy Eucharist means nothing. Without love, we are basically empty. So however profound you think you know the Lord Jesus in your life, you pray all day, you fast when you can, you give alms, you help the poor, you do all of this. When you don't have love in your heart that shows itself in the things that we do every day, then we are nothing before the Lord. A story is told of a man who passed out but was resuscitated after a couple of hours. In his testimony, he said that he was first taken to hell. And while in hell, he saw a different he saw different kinds of food and many other things that can make people happy. But yet, in spite of all of the different foods, the things that tend to make life good, 
The people looked very skinny, malnourished. They were hungry, very sad. Despite the presence of all of this. And after that scene, the angel again took the same man round to see heaven. While there, he saw the same kind of food that he saw earlier. And he saw the same things that should make life comfortable. But in spite of all of this food and other things, he saw, he observed that those there were never ever happy. Those in hell had the same food. They had the same long spoon with which they were to use. Those in hell, those in heaven were also having the same food, the same spoon. But those in heaven were cheerful, they were happy, they looked well fed, and they lived like they were not, like they were just a people that were filled with happiness. Nothing to distract them. So what was the difference? What was the problem? The simple reason for the difference from those who were in hell and those who were in heaven was that each of them, although had a very long, extraordinary long spoon attached to their hands and places, those in hell never loved each other. They were so selfish and they all struggled to feed themselves. Everyone wanted to feed just his mouth. But the spoon was too long and would not be able to feed him. Those that were in heaven would rather feed the next person close to them. Rather than struggling to have the spoon in their mouth, they were feeding the next person. That was how they fed one another and every one of them would feed each time they had a meal. They didn't have to struggle to feed themselves. They struggled to feed others. Why? Because they were filled with love. They loved one another. They lived happily like family. And they cared for each other. Those in hell were so selfish. They were just thinking about themselves and what to do to feed themselves. And that was why they became so, nourished, so malnourished so hungry and so sad. So the selflessness of the group in heaven made it possible for them to feed one another, while the selfishness of the group in hell made it difficult for them to feed one another. And so to the Corinthians, and Paul talks extensively about love. He tells the Christian community what love is and what love is not. There's so much reason for gossip. We castigate one another. So much war in the world and violence is evidence, obviously, of the lack of love. And anyone who has experienced love in the true sense will not want to harm the other person. We have so distanced ourselves from the truth. We don't want to hear the truth that all of us are created 
in the image and likeness of God. And indeed, we owe our existence to him. And let us know that the love that St. Paul talks about is one that is not jealous, that is not boastful, that is not arrogant or rude, that is not selfish, that is not irritable or resentful, does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but in right. St. Paul concludes that love never ends. Indeed, a love that does not end is a love that forgives, a love that makes sacrifices for others, a love that never gives up on others, just as God will never give up on us. So as we come for this liturgy today, dear friends, we pray that the Lord Jesus may turn our bitterness into a genuine sense of craving for him. May the bitterness for truth cleanse us from our sins and deepen our love for one another. We ask the Lord to rid our world of so much hatred and enable every one of us to see one another as true brothers and sisters, thereby entrenching the kingdom of God here on earth. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.